we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey guys, welcome to the Swap Moto Podcast presented by our friends at Fly Racing. Um, Don Maeda and I've got uh, three guys on the line that are going to team up to put together one hell of a mini bike race on the East Coast. So I've got uh, Aaron Cook from CMXRS. We've got uh, motocross racing legend Matt Walker and uh, 7MX's Roger Larson on the line. So guys, uh, really looking forward to this event that's coming up. Uh, November 6th through 8th. Let's uh let's go over the info. Well, I'll start off and uh just uh Roger had this idea a little while ago when we were getting ready for the mini major on the west coast to uh put it out there on the east and it was a project that I'd been working on a years past back with the Transworld days and uh it didn't quite come together. So when Roger mentioned Matt Walker, um, I knew of Matt and I had to working relationship with him through Jimmy Sloan, who owns the tracks out here in Southern California that I work at. And uh, within about 24 hours, I was on a plane and figuring out all the details of how to make it happen. Hmm. So Aaron, what's your, uh, what was your opinion of silver, silver dollar MX when you got out there? I was just amazed at how beautiful these facilities are back East. I mean, it, you don't see the dirt desert parking lots like you get out here in California. <laughs> they got uh, green. Every- Everywhere you looked was grass and green, and, you know, you actually have to mow the grass to hold the race, so it's, it's a different thing for sure. Yeah, we've had some uh, great success out here. You know, you guys launched the uh, the Swap Motor Race Series out here, and, and the attendance, especially since COVID, has been super high. I think people are tired of being cooped up, and they want to get out and race their dirt bikes and bring their kids out as well, so um, I'm super excited about it. We just had that record-breaking Mini Major West uh couple of weeks ago at uh state fair mx so i'm sure that you and your team have a a great uh event planned so walker dude how how did you get involved in owning a track after your racing career well first of all i want to say thanks for having me on i want to start out by thanking um aaron and uh, roger for uh you know just thinking of me in the beginning to do this because there is a lot of racetracks. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is a shit pot full of racetracks from here to California that any of you guys could stop that. So to be selected is, 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 is very cool. So I want to start out by thanking both of you two guys. Um, but uh, I, so let's talk about the promotional side. I own a training facility and that training facility is called Moto X compound. And uh, I, opened this facility up in 2012 and uh, the uh that's how i make a living is is training like we have the largest training facility in the nation like i train probably more riders I mean, we train a ton of people um and that's just my passion that's what i like to do and uh so that's my day-to-day operation now back in 2013 2014 i saw the need of promoting races in Georgia. You know, Georgia is a state that I'm born and raised in. I'm not 
born in Florida or Michigan or any other state and, 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 and migrated to Georgia. This is my state I'm born and raised in. And so when I, I went to a race, I think it was 2013, and, um, and it was my local racetrack that, uh, that I'm, it was Itchikani was the name of it. It's just a track that all of us, uh, Ezra Lush, Shay Bentley, James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael, all of us riders from the Southeast, we grew up racing this track. And anyway, I went there in 2013. It was prep shitty. It was dusty. It was, I mean, it was just, and I've been to many tracks and, and, and had that experience. But for some reason that day, it just hit me. I'm like, man, I, I can't sit around. I, I want these kids to experience the racing uh, series like it was when I was a kid. You know, we would go to a race. The gates were packed, and you know it was just a very good time. And 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 so anyway, just to kind of fast forward to to the present, um, I started promoting races in 2014 till now, and uh, it's just something that I. It's not my day to day. It's not what I do for a living per se. It's not. I don't do this. Um as my full-time job, you know, I promote races as a, as a, um, as, you know, something that I, I'm passionate about, you know what I mean? And, and that's the only reason why I do it. You know, I don't give, um, any other, there's no other reason for what I do or promotional wise is other than the fact that I'm just passionate about it. And, um, and I, and I love seeing the kids, compete you know and no one wants to go to a track and, and there be you know a shitty turnout or, or a crappy dirt or you know whatever so i'm very passionate about it and uh so then that's what i do you know i promote races now it's at silver dollar um i do not own this racetrack i i lease it um i own moto x that's the only track that i own it's my own facility silver dollar mx is 25 minutes away uh-huh. And I currently lease that land. Um, the same with the Chikani. I currently lease it. Uh, I probably won't lease it as of 2021, going into 21. But uh, right now, I currently own. I currently lease two racetracks, but I'm only using Silver Dollar, and and it's a badass racetrack. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It it is. You'll see it when you get there. It has history. You know, it's another track that I raced at as a kid. And, uh, and it just went to crap, you know, and I, first thing we did was we just renovated the whole facility and and it looks amazing. And you guys will like it when you see it, I promise. Mm -hmm. So Matt, the, uh, the cool thing about what you're doing is you're giving back to the sport that gave you a fine career, right? And, uh, growing the sport, growing the sport, I think is a responsibility for, uh, for many of us, you know, like seven uh, focuses on the youth. Uh, mini major West was amazing. Like how many little kids were on seven, you know, they're the, they're the, they're the, uh, the future of our sport. And, uh, in many ways they're the, uh, the trendsetters, right? So they're running around and then there's seven MX gear. And, uh, yeah, you know, I know Aaron and I, and I'm saying because Roger's on the line, I'm not saying it because he's on the line, but you know how, this is how I know that seven is, is, is doing an amazing job is because, well, you guys may not know this, but in, when you go to certain areas of the United States, say you go to Texas, Texas is 
or it used to be, kind of still is a big, um, um, I don't know if it's Western Power. Anyway, they would always wear a lot of answer gear or MSR gear in, in, in just different areas of, of the United States. It was more popular to wear a certain brand of gear. Um, but seven is popular in all states, no matter what racetrack in whatever state you go to. Because I go to a lot of amateur races with my facility, and it's not seven is a it's kind of caught on as a trendy motocross brand of race gear that that all kids are wearing no matter what state you're at so mm-hmm. that's when you know you're, you're doing a pretty damn good job you know yeah so hey roger uh you know the, the brand was launched by james and you know obviously seven was his number um was there ever any uh concern when he retired about the uh the popularity of the brand without a uh a front man no, because even from the start, we never really used him. You know, it was never always just about him. Just to just so that wouldn't happen. You know, when he when he was done racing, um, but it's it's no different than like, you know, Jordan with twenty three. You know, like people are still, you know, they know it's you know it's his number and that. But uh, I think there was a little bit of hesitation from James at first, but. Uh, we kind of convinced him a little bit that that this would make the most, the most sense. Now I'm glad we did, you know, Mm -hmm. go the route we, we took. Is it kind of strange to think that there's some kids that look towards seven race gear and they don't know who James Stewart is because you know, they're too young. Yeah. 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 It is. It is kind of, it is kind of strange for sure. Yeah. So the vibe at the mini major West around the seven booth was just super high, right? All these little kids coming and hanging out in and out. Um, you know, yeah. we, we saw a lot of yeah. kids start the, start the weekend and other brands of gear and end the weekend in seven gear, you know, that they bought there. So what, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we can do the same thing when we go back what or go back east. Yeah. What is it about the, uh, the brand that appeals to the youth you think? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's always been our focus is, you know, kind of, you know, even when, we first started, you know, and it was kind of just James. It was always James. And then we picked a, you know, small group of, of amateur kids and, you know, tried to stay with them as long as we could, you know, but as kids get older, they some go to factory teams and have to do, do a team gear deal. But, um, even when those kids are deals are up, it's like, they still kind of, you know, always come back, whether it's, you know, Jordan Bailey or, you know, the Mitchell folks and stuff, which is cool to see, you know, it's like, they didn't want to leave, but they were kind of forced to. But we know that going into it that we're going to lose them. But, you know, I always hope that we have a good enough relationship with them to when we do get enough opportunity that they, they do come back. But like I said, that's just always been our our, our focus. And I think the kids see that and uh, kind of gravitate toward it. So it's uh, it's been working. I think that the uh, the 7 brand and 7 image has, I mean, it's, it's obviously elevated the mini major brand as well. Uh, two levels i think that it wouldn't be at without you guys i mean would you agree with that aaron absolutely i mean the best part about working with the guys at seven is the lengths that they go to to create an activation that brings everybody together gives the kids a cool area to watch the race from um, showcases new product sells product on site and and one other thing i mean they are bringing riders from chicago from the east coast to the west and so that brings a lot more um 
hype to the race, just having having their top riders be there in attendance. So it's always great working with those guys just simply because the efforts they go through once they land on the ground, it's it's not just like they pop up a tent and, and that's it, but they, they create an activation that brings people in. Yeah, the activation and yeah, we've always tried to we've always tried to do that every year, like hand pick a few of our top kids, and you know whether whether they're from you know Pennsylvania or Florida, wherever, like that's whoever we have in that in that super mini or eighty five class that I think would be competitive. We always try to bring them in and you know help them help them come out to this race and um, just be a part of it. But I think that adds something to it too. Um, a lot of our kids will, will, will just be on the East coast. So it'll be, be a little bit easier for them, but, and that's part of the reason why I brought up the Matt Walker deal, just because I mean, Matt, I've been friends for years and years and years, but he's kind of still to this day, my like go to as far as, I mean, he just has his finger on the pulse of that demographic of, of rider in the, on the East coast. So, you know, even if I have a question about a kid or whatever, he, like I said, he's always my go-to. Like, hey, what do you think? Or, or he, that goes the other way too. Like Matt will say, you know, hey, everyone's sleeping on this kid. You should take a look at him, and you know, he can give you the whole rundown of not just result-wise, but how the kid is as, as a person, what his family's all about. You know, so he's just a good resource to have. Um, it's mainly always about the parent a lot of times, you know, because nowadays. A lot of these kids are close in speed, but the 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 backup question, the secondary question is always, well, what are the parents like? You know what I mean? So that uh, that seems to always be the 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 running joke. Not I wouldn't say a joke, but it, it's kind of funny because whether it's Roger or whether it's you know someone in uh, the OEM market, they, when they call about riders. I give them an unbiased opinion, um, and they always say, well, what about the parents? Uh, well, that's a huge part of the equation, you know? Yeah, it's huge. It definitely is, because yeah. no one wants to deal with a... Psycho mini-dad. You know, <laughs> yeah, a, a Bobby Bonds kind of dad. You know, you remember that, kid? Oh, yeah. Um, Swap. Um, yeah, so people, they just want easygoing um, parents. And, uh, and you know, owning a facility, I have to do my research on everybody. We have to vet every single rider pr pretty much because uh, whether they train with us or not, we still have to vet them or just have to know about them because, one, my riders will have to line up against them you know, race against them. And so I kind of need to know a little bit about them. I need to know, you know, oh, this guy's dangerous, this guy's this or that. And then, too, you know, for my training facility, like I have to know about riders like parents and, and whatnot just because you don't want bad people at your place because it only takes one bad person, Don, and, and it, it can ruin a facility quick, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Uh, um, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, just real quick, you were talking about seven again, and, and you know, my involvement with this race and the reason why I chose to really come on board is, yeah, Roger pitched the idea um, at Loretta's, but it, it not not a lot of gear companies can pull that off. Like uh, 
just their brand image. You know, like it, it takes a certain um, marketing, I don't know about, it just takes a certain look. And I think, I definitely think Seven has the riders and they have that look. And so people gravitate towards that. And, and, and so, and with, with Aaron, like, I don't, I mean, I know you, Don, but I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know Aaron either, but I know him, but I don't know him. And, Mm -hmm. but I do know Jimmy Sloan. And if, if Jimmy says, and I didn't even ask Jimmy, but if you work for Jimmy, then you must be a pretty damn good dude or he wouldn't keep you around. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so, and I've known Jimmy since I retired from racing in 07. I actually got Jimmy and his son, um, Jasek, into the sport of motocross, like full scale, um, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, whenever it was now. Um, and we've been friends ever since. And, and he's a hard he's a hard one to crack. So if you, if you can work for him, then I know you must be honest. And straight up dude, you know. I used so, to get fired once a week, but we made it through. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're still here. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. you, you still made it, you know. And that says a lot about you, your character, you know. It says a lot about your character. And when you're doing a race, done, like, when I, we've been on a roll. I had the first race back after COVID. Like, everybody said, oh, man, you're you're an idiot. You, you, they're going to come in. They're going to shut you down. Blah, 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 blah. So mm. actually another promoter, I won't say his name on this, this podcast, but another promoter called, the called, uh, our governor's office and turned me in. Hey, uh, you might want to look into this Matt Walker and, um, uh, he's doing this race and, you know, he, he's going to be a super spreader and blah, 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 blah. So like, two three weeks out from my first race in may i get a call from the damn governor's office and i'm like here we go <laughs> but this is great listen when when governor kemp did his political uh when he ran for 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 a re-election a couple years back um man, man it's probably only a year ago two years ago and uh they did a stop in my town. So I, I got some contacts out of that. Um, and, uh, and we used them. And, and, and so when his office called, I was able to use some of the contacts that I, that I, you know, made a few years back. And, and I told him, I'm like, bro, listen, let us be your, let us learn from us. We can do this. We can have motocross, right? We can have outdoor activities, because before we did it, there wasn't shit. There wasn't no damn gun. Football, there wasn't no baseball, there wasn't no damn car racing, no drag racing. There was there was nothing outside that you could do before that race, Maple. Yeah, we, we hadn't even gone to Salt Lake at that point, had we? No. It wasn't no one had. No one yeah. had done anything. And uh and so uh um I told him, I'm like, look, man, if you, if you have people to park them and I had to give them, dude, I had to jump through so many damn hurdles to do that race. But I'm like, listen, if you park them so many feet apart and you know, you, you, every 
you have hand sanitizing station all over and you do this and you do that and you you know you know it's all this freaking red tape but i'm telling them like listen if you do this right it, it can be done and you can use motocross i know it's a small niche sport but you can use this sport you can use this event as something to take to the higher ups maybe in congress or wherever and and show them and that's exactly what they did I had uh, a little over 1,700 entries in two days at my first, and it was a local race, a Holy local Georgia God. race. A little over, yeah, it was nuts, absolutely nuts. We had 751 for practice. Georgia's a little different than, than most states. We practice as an event and race as an event but because you have to sign up twice. But anyway, it was uh, 1730 or something. Yeah, it, it was a huge event, and, uh, yeah, nobody got sick. They the 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 people from um uh, wasn't the cdc was it no somebody like the cdc they came and they were like they were impressed you know and uh and that was it you know and everybody started racing after that and, and it's all been everybody's had a good year of racing i know uh swap you mentioned that a minute ago it's been covid has sucked on so many damn different levels but as far as turnout and attendance it's been an all-time high this year yeah yeah it's uh it's been the uh silver lining in what's otherwise a dark cloud but uh yeah <laughs> aaron i think you probably had some deja vu when matt was talking there oh yeah i've heard i've heard a few people making phone calls to try to get a shutdown it's uh it went around i think people that aren't willing to really be passionate the way matt and i are about making the sport better and giving people a good event and having them leave with a good feeling. I mean, there's promoters out there that just have their hand out. They want a buck. They want to mm -hmm. make money. That's all they're there for. And Matt and I aren't that type of race promoter. And, you know, we, we also got racing before anybody else did. And we went through all those hurdles and steps because people were, people were trying to send me money. Like it was crazy, Don. Like people were like, we got to get this going again. Is it a money thing? Do you need money? Do you need this? And <laughs> it really wasn't. It was, it was about dealing with Riverside County Health Department, dealing with uh, the, the Paris uh, mayor and their legal team and all of these different things that we had to do to really put in the work to, to open the tracks for practice and then go back to racing. And uh, it was a lot of work, but, you know, we're passionate about providing good events. And, and that pulled through over phone calls and people trying to sabotage. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it always works out. You know, it always works out in your favor when you freaking live right and you do shit right. It, it's pretty simple when you think about it. Like, hey, just do right and good shit seems to happen, right? But yet, some people still can't understand that, apparently. It, it just baffles me that, like you're saying, that in, in my case, too, that promoters would actually call and the promoter that you're talking about actually called me after my race. Uh, praising me on what a good job I did and I was kind of like oh, I didn't know how to take it like hey, maybe I'm being recorded or something you know so I was like shredding lightly you just you just don't know somebody's intentions these days because it, it, mm -hmm. it just can be it can be uh there's jealousy and but but what it boils down to at the end of the day is given it's about the riders man it's about the experience when yeah. people come to your racetrack they need to when they get in that damn car, they need to say, God almighty, we had a great time. You know? Damn it, boy, that dirt was good. Dang it, they, their competition. Man, I just can't wait to come back. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of thing. We don't want people, and 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 uh, Aaron can 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 vouch for this, but you don't want people when they get in that car thinking, "God Almighty, man, that place is a joke." Yeah, all he did was, you know, he, he you know, blah blah blah. You know, he's just he's just in it for the money. Like you don't want people to think that, you know. And so that's why with my racetrack. I try to give back, you know, we're always trying to make things better. We're always adding new equipment, adding new things to the track, adding new, uh, you know, amenities. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's what you have to do to be successful. You know, I feel like, you know, and it's worked so far, so we're going to keep going, you know? Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Gohan, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at WorksConnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com. So the, uh, I keep referring back to Mini Major West, but it's the only thing we have to reference, right? But... This year's event was was a huge success. Um, Aaron, I don't think we saw any psycho mini parents. Everything ran pretty smoothly. Oh, well, very smoothly. A lot of smiling kids. Everybody seemed really happy with the weekend. And uh, I mean, I, I know that I got thanked personally by a ton of parents. 
Um, so it, it's all about the kids, and it's something that we that uh, is real rewarding for for me at least is is uh, seeing kids have a good time and getting hooked on the whole two wheel lifestyle, right? So, um, guys, let's go down uh, some of the ins and outs of this uh, upcoming race. So, Aaron, how many how many classes are there? Is it the same? uh class structure that we usually have at the mini major yeah it's virtually the same class structure from the west coast we've added a couple of girls classes uh, and i'll let matt speak on that in a moment just uh some some extra steps we're taking to invite the girls down and, and give them a reason to come out and race but uh with our class structure you can see it there at the swapmotoraceseries.com you click on the link to register uh it gives everybody an opportunity to race three and even four classes even if you only have one bike so we really try to make it to, to you know three classes is 110 dollars with us mm -hmm. there's other races that are just 110 dollars for one class but we give everybody an opportunity to to find a class that fits their skill level their bike size and we get a lot of real true beginners out at the races i mean uh every time we hold a race not just the mini majors it's, the parents are coming to us you know we we can't play football right now so we're gonna race motocross how does this work and, <laughs> you know it, this is on sunday morning they're asking us this stuff so it's pretty awesome that we get those true true beginners you know they ask us questions that we take for granted like how many times do i race today <laughs> yeah absolutely. You know, there, there's two moto format and so so this year um you know being able to work out to the east coast our class structure is a little bit different than the typical class structure you see on the east coast but craig davis has gone through painstaking process of putting explanations under each and every class to try and help you understand like if you're a b rider this would be your class and and mm -hmm. all of those things so make sure and check out that swapmotoraceseries.com click on the registration link look at the page that has all the classes if you you get stumped and you need some help you can always email us we're we're happy to help and then on swapmotolive.com there's also a post that kind of breaks down the weekend schedule um, a Friday practice, a two moto championship format. Friday night, we're going to be doing a shred session with Stasic. Um, you know, Saturday night, we're working on a couple of event things. Custom Upfits is going to be out there with their custom trailers. 6D is supporting the event. A Cherubis is supporting the event. I'm working out some deals right now with a couple of other sponsors. And, and when we get sponsors involved, it's always about giving back to the racers that are there. So we have giveaways, we have contests, we have a lot of fun stuff going on. And, uh, of course, you know, 7MX is going to make the trek out there from the West Coast to the East Coast. They're, they're the presenting sponsor of the Mini Major, whether it's East or West. And um, we're just looking forward to kind of bringing that flavor, what we're doing out here, and, and sharing it with the guys on the East Coast. Yeah, and then so uh, Chase Curtis and myself will be out there. And uh, on saltmotolive.com, there will be photo galleries uh including photos of everyone there that are downloadable for free no sense uh pants on and shoot your photo when we got it done uh i think uh we're going to try to host a, a daily wrap-up show with uh, the swap moto live show um we'll be interviewing riders maybe some parents maybe some personalities like matt <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah it's going to be a good time i'm really looking forward to this uh being being I hope you can come early. i'm sorry i said i hope you can come early maybe you can stop by the facility it's only 25 minutes away yeah well i think i get in early on thursday but uh man i'm looking forward oh, yeah. to meeting a whole new group of people because you know like 
I've been at the races here in Southern California for forever. So, you know, people are used to seeing yeah. me. Um, one thing, you know, you know what, Matt, is that like, I still get questions like when there's a big race where people from come from out of state, uh, like the vet nationals, for instance, so I was there and someone goes, Oh, Hey, Maeta, man, I can't find trans world anywhere. You know? So it's like, there's a lot of people that still don't know that trans world was folded and that swap motor live is the new home of the content created by the same team. So, um, that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to in, in Georgia is meeting a whole group of people and trying to, uh, spread the word out there. So you're going to help me do that. Right, Matt? Absolutely. Absolutely. If it can be done, I will do it. <laughs> I will do it. And, uh, and it, and it will be good. We're going to have a fun time. man. It's always fun when you go to a new state, you, you'll like it. You'll like Georgia. It's a beautiful state. It's green. And you'll like this racetrack. It's, uh, it's a national caliber racetrack. I, I tell people this, uh, you know, my, uh, social media stuff is, it, you know, you, you have to, uh, you have to brag a little bit sometimes, but you have to do what you got to do to get people in the gates. But it's, it's bragging, but it's not lying. And there's, there's a big difference in the two. I don't lie about what we have. I, 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 I just, I boast about it because it's good dirt. It's a great racetrack and everybody loves it. I mean, they really do. Everybody loves it. Uh, whether it's little bikes, beginner bikes, all the way to a class class our that first race back in may we had uh Styles robertson and uh um gosh dog uh dax bennett and thrasher and just had a just a variety of fast riders and they just love the racetrack and uh and so did the little guys so there it's a it's a it's going to be a great mini bike track it's a it's a big bike track, but it's also a, it's going to be great for the mini bikes. You know what I mean? Nothing that there's no huge stupid jumps. It's just a flowy racetrack that uh, everybody's going to like, and um, and we're going to prep it um, with all of our Machio stuff that we always prep our racetracks with, and uh, and 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 the riders are going to love it. I assure you. So, what kind of lap times will we be looking at for uh, say a super mini? Uh, you'll be looking at about 150, one, mm. yeah, probably 145 to 150, something like that. Cool, cool. Um, hey, uh, hey, Roger, uh, you know, I know you've brought some East Coast 7 riders to the Mini Major West. Will you be doing the opposite this time? Uh, yeah, I, the, like, Bindies, they live literally two seconds from my office out here in uh, Marietta, but, uh, I think they'll be making the trek out there, and and I, and he got hurt pretty bad at Loretta's that he's back riding. So I, I would think he's going to be, you know, one of the guys to watch uh, in that in that class. So he'll be out there. Plus, like I said, there's a ton of fast kids back uh, back east, and and most of them train at or around where Matt's at. And uh, it, I think, I mean, like you were saying on the west coast, it's a lot of those which makes that event cool. It's a lot of those weekend warriors, you know, kind of kids that are just starting out kind of, you know, it's all kind of new, but it's cool because it's like, it, there's so much excitement around that they're not jaded yet. You know, they're still just new at the whole thing. But I think when we go back East, it'll be a lot of those, but it'll, it'll be a lot of, uh, you know, some of the kids that are traveling around the country, chasing some of those big amateur nationals. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we have the mini up in, in two weekends after uh, Mini Major East, and 
So it's a great warm up. This is one of the last times you'll get a a, a good base in before uh, video. Yeah. Hey, one thing I want to add real quick. Um, I just kind of want to lay this out. You know, when I was telling the idea, not the idea, I was telling the race to uh, Deegan, Brian Deegan, and uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, well, is that, it isn't Silver Dollar a track that y'all train on? And listen, Silver Dollar is not a racetrack that my facility trains at. And the reason why is because that thing is so damn big. Like, it's, it's so hard. It, it, it literally takes three to four days to prep that racetrack, um, to doze it and, and to water it. It's massive. And it's just not – all my equipment at Moto X is not – I don't go around hauling it back and forth. It, when I do a race, it's a pain in the butt to haul equipment. <laughs> and that's doing a race. I dang sure ain't going to do that to train you know what i mean it's just Mm -hmm. too much to try to get 30 something kids 30 minutes away each day at my it's just too much so just to kind of answer that uh question if some i'm sure some people have like hey do we train at at silver dollar no we do not we don't Mm -hmm. we don't even go over there and and not even doing a tune-up before this race it's like i just don't do it i i i train riders and uh I promote races. They're two different things, and uh, and that's just the way it, it'll always be. Hey, Matt, tell me about the uh, the special prizes for uh, the girls. Uh, girls' classes. Yeah, uh, good, good, good. So right now, the, the, the pot is at, I think it's at four grand right now, um, where just people have donated money for this girls. Uh, so real quick, I, um, just talking to girls in general, they don't ever since, I guess since last handful of years, uh, promoters all across the country have just kind of been scaling back on, on the girls class, um, because of turnout and, uh, and they just kind of been getting the wrong end of the stick, uh, as far as not, not having a class, um, and uh, started with Loretta Lynn, and uh, they kind of took, they used to have a girls' junior class, and they took that away, and now they've kind of consolidated it into a girls' open class where it's pretty much, I think it's like 9 to 16, so literally 10-year-old girls are racing against, uh, like, like, women, pretty much. And um, so we, or I should say, made a vow that hey look man i'm gonna always have girls classes at my races but i would like to do a purse i want to i want to do like a cash purse and just kind of make them feel special and make them feel you know where they uh, they feel like they're a part of racing you know like i feel like they feel singled out i mean i don't know that they never told me that but if you just look at the way they've been treated you would think that there's no equality there. Like you would think that they're just kind of outsiders and motocross is not like that. It shouldn't, it's not what we, it's not the sport that I fell in love with. It's not the sport I made a living doing. Um, it, motocross is a, is a beautiful sport. It, it's a, it's a great sport and everybody is, is equal, you know? And, uh, 
whether you're man or woman. And, and I just don't feel like the girls have uh, that same um, luxury, if you will, as guys. So we want to do a race, and we want to make them feel special. So the mini major eats, we're doing a girls junior and a girls senior. And right now the purse is at $4,000, so it'll go 2000 to each each class. It could be more. It won't be any less. But right now there's a $4,000 pot. And uh, it'll go down to probably the five places. So every girl gets some money. And not every girl, but it's not like the winner takes two thousand dollars. You know, it'll mm. it'll get divvied up to, to the top five. And um, and that's just to show our appreciation to girls and females and to the sport. And uh, and hopefully uh, we can encourage or they can encourage more girls to. By doing this race, we hope to encourage more girls to, to, to come out and, and, and enjoy the sport, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, is there anything else that uh, we need to touch on? I mean, obviously, we'll say again, you know, the race is uh, November 6th through the 8th at Silver Dollar MX. Yeah. Um, registration's open now at SwapMotoRaceSeries.com. Um, guys, anything else? I don't uh, think of anything on my end. Just uh, you know, for for people that uh, that maybe are, are kind of on the fence, or maybe they're listening to this, like just know that this may be our first race together, but it ain't our first race, and we're gonna put on a damn show. It's gonna be a great event. It's gonna be fun for uh for everybody 50s to 80s or super minis everybody's gonna have a good time they're gonna have a good racetrack and a good competition and they're gonna leave happy and and you can't ask for anything better than that cool oh yeah yeah i'm psyched on getting on the plane and getting out there and uh getting the last details finalized as we speak i mean we're coming off of the final round of the terra firma series at state fair and i get on a plane that monday to head out to Georgia to get everything dialed in and get the final details. Um, you know, we're trophy in top five in each class. We're doing a live webcast on Sunday just so everybody that didn't make it gets a chance to watch and the parents and family from home can watch. And um, really, you know, the way I know Matt is, is from his, his track work and he recommended the, the tractor that we use at State Fair right now that uh, has made that place have the best ruts of any track in Southern California. You had Kenny Roxon out there training for a couple of days when he got on the new bike because he said that was the only place with ruts. Uh, and that comes from Matt Walker. So I'm, I'm real happy to be working with him, and I know he's going to provide an awesome track. Um, we're going we're gonna to bring some of our staff from the West Coast as well to, to help everybody know what classes they need to be in and walk them through the process. But uh, I'm psyched. I, I just can't wait to kick this off. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) You know, I was just telling my riders this the other day about this, like you, because they had some questions about classes. And I'm like, you need to experience different classes. You need to experience, you know, different, you know, a different, uh, um, setup. Like just, you know, you do the same thing over and over and over again, and it's good to to have um, a new 
uh, again, classless. Even though we're in Georgia, we're doing the rules and 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 uh, the classes that California has. So now that these riders, when they go out race uh, in the West Coast, they'll already be familiarized with it, you know. And um, and it's only going to help them be just a little bit more. Even though you're staying in, in the East Coast, you're, you're you're getting that West Coast vibe. So it, it's going to be a perfect blend and a perfect balance. And uh, I'm excited to. Uh, see that what everybody's take is going to be on a shirt it's going to be good nice well you guys thanks for uh taking out part of your day for me uh to uh put together this podcast explaining everything there is to know about the mini major east so uh guys thanks for listening on behalf of uh, matt walker aaron cook and roger larson i'm don maeta thanks for listening we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.